Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freak. Put up a graphic today that was a little kick in the nuts. Like, holy smokes. Career totals in all three series for Kyle Busch after he got, well, he swept a weekend in Phoenix ISM Raceway. 996 starts. You've got 199 wins. That's a 20% winning percentage. (laughs) (laughs) Top five finishes out of those 996 starts, 494. A percentage of just a tick below 50% at 49.6. Top 10 finishes of those 996 starts in all three series, meaning trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. 640 top 10 finishes, 64.3%. And Statman laps led 41,853. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, then. Are you really going to take that seriously? There's, I think, 90 of those wins were in the truck series against guys who last week were racing go-karts. Okay, that he's would only, be 53 a, in the truck series, but come on. Stop, he's man. O- he's only got, he's he's got less than 55 wins. 55 is a, a great number, but most of those wins are in the truck and Xfinity series. Crasher, remember, we're talking to a Richard Petty snorkeler in Statman. I get that. I get that. And when chasing <laughs> oh, the number wait, 200. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that's, that's not, that's not, you you can't, well, don't be a Kyle Busch snorkeler. I mean, you can't, you can't <laughs> say that those 199 wins are remotely close to uh, what Richard Petty did. I'm not arguing that. My point is the percentage the winning percentage, the top ten, top five, that the winning percentage is what is a kick in the nuts for me. I'm not even really looking at the wins. Against it, guys mostly who uh, are unqualified to race against him. He's an excellent driver, but he's you know, he's not uh, he's not somebody who and even he will admit that the hundred and ninety nine wins uh is just 199 wins. Most of them, two-thirds of them, are uh, with guys who, I think more than that, maybe 75% of them, are with guys who aren't in this class. Okay, and Kyle Busch has admitted he does not want to be compared to the king, Richard Petty, with 200 wins, more than 200 wins in NASCAR. And yes, it is different because Richard Petty did them all in the Cup Series and Kyle Busch's 199 wins total right now are in all three series of trucks, Busch slash Xfinity and Cup. So yeah, there is a difference, but it's still impressive nonetheless, in my opinion, because like Kenny said, the percentages, the guy's been racing, what, 10, 13 years now in the Cup Series and the percentages are still very high. And you, you just can't discount that. Uh, 
I think Mike <laughs> Joy put it best when he said that uh, Petty raced against the best at that time with who were racing in the best equipment, and he did it on all sorts of tracks, on uh, super speedways, short tracks, dirt tracks, a little bit of everything. Uh, Kyle Busch has piled up a significant number of wins against guys who were racing in uh, late models on uh, uh, short tracks like Irwindale and, and Devil's Bowl and whatever else uh, a year before. It's not in the same league with him. I'm not comparing it at all to Richard Petty, but at the same time, when you have some, I don't care if it's NBA, Major League Baseball, regardless, you still field a team, you field a car, and I don't care who it's against. You still have an engine underneath that hood. You still have a mentality that sometimes can be bonkers behind that wheel. Kyle Busch's winning percentage, top 10, top 5 percentage, just blows me away. It's incredible. I don't don't care if he's racing go-karts against 3-year-olds, whatever it is. He still has to. He still has to start that truck. Still has to start that Xfinity car, that Cup car, and wheel his way through that that carnage that can be some of those back markers. But if you go back seven, eight years ago, it wasn't necessarily back markers in the NASCAR Truck Series. It was the Hornus Hornus of the world. Hornus Jesus. Hornus No Horna. Hornaday. Hornaday. Ron Hornaday. Jesus, speaking of NBA, (laughs) it was the Ron Hornadays of the world. Well, that Kyle Busch was deciding to take out on the front stretch of Texas Motor Speedway. So yeah, we can agree to disagree. I just it's a kick in the nuts for me to see this winning percentage for Kyle Busch. We are going to revisit that, of course, and I've got that Mike Joy sound uh, with Kyle Busch. Let's revisit uh, some affiliates here at the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. What up, affiliates? Welcoming another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. You got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Coming up, Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar Series winner from St. Pete. Kicking off the 2019 Series, he's going to be in here. Daniel Hemrick. NASCAR Cup driver with Richard Children's Racing. He's going to be in here. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for that righteous truck. Do yourself a favor. Roll on General Tires. Crasher? I noticed one of our station affiliates at ISM Raceway this weekend with General Tires on their ride. So, yay. Happy to see that. Oh, and I'm also happy IndyCar is back. The St. Pete Grand Prix was this afternoon, and just like the 2018 version of the street race, the rookies have put the IndyCar field on notice. How about that Felix Rosenquist? He led practice sessions. He led part of the race today. He ended up fourth overall in the end, and that's not too shabby considering he's got NTT on the side of his car. Yeah, that's also the title sponsor for the series. All right. Some of you have conspiracy theories about that. I think this guy's legit. It will be interesting to see what he does come Coda time. But don't count out Colton Herta or Santino Ferrucci. They finished eighth and ninth. So that puts three rookies in the top ten to start the season. Nice. But in the end, it was the American veteran of the series, Joseph Newgarden. He used the best tire strategy to bring home another win for the freaking captain, Roger Penske. That's now four wins for Penske in eight days when we're talking about Australian supercars, NASCAR, and IndyCar. Wow. Daytona, it was bike week, and Supercross was there. Eli Tomac taking the win for the 450 18-lap main, and Austin Forkner, your winner in the 250 Easts. 
Staying in Florida, the ARCA Series raced on the short track in Pensacola, where finally Michael Self notched himself a big boy short track win, something that has eluded him, believe it or not, until this weekend. Uh, let's go back on those general tires. What, you think? That might have given him a little bit of mojo. And in NASCAR, it was Phoenix and the Kyle Busch sweep. Kyle was just a bit ticked off that he couldn't get the sweep at his home track in Las Vegas last weekend, but he did it this weekend in Phoenix. So all's good, right? I think we're going to have more of that Kyle Busch debate between the three of us on this show coming up. Freak Nation, coming up, you got your stat man, Scat. Also, Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar Series winner. IndyCar kicked off this weekend at St. Pete. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Lucas Oil Studios been doing it for 19 years. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. If you miss it, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Joseph Newgarden winning the inaugural, well, okay, the first race of the 2019 IndyCar season in St. Pete. Uh, Joseph Newgarden joining us now. Joseph, how soon into the race do you feel comfortable in that car? And I only bring that up in that you've had months off, months out of that car with no racing, no racing in traffic, no real racing. How soon does it take you to make that adjustment like, Damn it, I'm back I'm back in it. You, you know, you feel pretty good early. Um, you know, you get a lot of practice in the off season. You get five or six days in the car. We do a lot of simulation work now. Um, so it's it's definitely it doesn't take too long. Um, but you know, for us, I think we we played a little bit more conservative at the start. I didn't want to, you know, do anything too aggressive. Um, and then just wait, you know, wait for our opportunity. We had a little different tire strategy today that we, we could take advantage of and I was basically waiting for that to open up. You did have a different tire strategy, and you made a change you know, moments before you started the race. What what was it that that made you make that change? Well, we just wanted to have something that differentiated ourselves. You know, we didn't want to be on the same deal that everyone was doing. And uh, you know, it seemed like most people were scared of the red tires today. Uh, everyone had basically brand new reds on. You know, which means you can get off of them after that first thing. You don't have to go to them again. And we saved our new reds. Uh, we were on used to start, and basically that commits you to having to use reds at some point in the race. You have to have a, you have to use a new set of both compounds throughout our races. So we figured we could use them better in the middle part of the race to try and make a big gap or or have a quick pit stop, quick outlaps, and, and basically jump people. And um, that's what we did. We had a, we had a window that opened up in the middle of the race, and we maximized it with those red tires. And uh, that's really what you know put us in position to maintain for the end. Joseph Newgarden, I'll tell you exactly what differentiates you guys from the rest of the IndyCar field. It's called Roger Penske. And what he's been doing so far at the start of this year with his supercar team, his NASCAR team, it's just, it's crazy ridiculous good. But he he said something that kind of made me laugh this weekend, saying that he felt that you guys, his IndyCar lineup, were maybe feeling a little bit of pressure to match what the other guys have been doing in the team. I laugh at that because I don't sense you guys ever really feeling pressure like that. (laughs) <laughs> well, the captain's the man, as everyone knows. He, he knows how to get it done in every series of competes in. Uh, you, you have a high level of confidence. You're getting what you need. And if you don't have what you need, you're gonna, they're going to give it to you at some point, and they'll figure it out. And uh, it's, it's you know, a privilege to be a part of it and work for them. Um, we've been joking all weekend, actually, about how strong everyone's been across the board. And uh, <laughs> we're telling Roger, you know, we know we got to step up on our side and, and match. And, uh, yeah, we've just been working to try and, you know, figure that out and, and make sure that we had good cars today. But, you know, like I said, they're the best of the best. Uh, if, you, if you don't have what you need, at some point we will get it and we will figure it out. And uh, Roger's the best for that. So now where do you guys go from here? Because, you know, unlike NASCAR, NASCAR's got to race every single weekend. What is your actual time off? And I use air quotes in doing that. What is that like for Joseph Newgarden? Well, it's very – it fluctuates a lot in IndyCar. You know, we, we start this season – Basically, we got a weekend off, and we go to Coda in Austin, Texas in um, two weeks' time, so we'll be there the weekend after next. And then uh, it's kind of every other weekend from that point. 
but once we get to May, you know, we're like six, eight weeks straight, um, just racing every week and a lot of days in the car. And then it breaks back up once we get to the end of June. So it's very inconsistent. Um, you know, sometimes we get a lot of time off and sometimes we're busy for four or five weeks straight. So it really just depends. You got to pace yourself depending on where you got to travel to and what you got to do. But you know, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's part of the game. We know it. We know we're going to fly a hundred plus flights a year, but it's, uh, it's all part of it. Joseph Newgarden, May is obviously the most important month of the year for the IndyCar series. When do you start thinking about that? Do you think about it now? Do you think about it all year? Do you think about it when the last race is over? When does that become top of mind for an IndyCar driver? Yeah, I mean, it's a full year deal. I mean, we, we, you know, we start when we finish, basically. You know, last year when we finished the race, you already start thinking about next year. Um, but you really start dialing in um, in early April. You start really thinking about what you're going to be going with and what you're doing. And then it's about executing and, and trying to manage the time throughout the whole month. You know, that's that's a balance for sure is trying to figure out, you know, what you need to be doing, what you need to prioritize in the practice sessions in the weeks leading up to qualifying. So, yeah, it's a balancing act, but it's it's a year. It's a full-year program. You've got to. Uh, you got to think of it that way to have success around that place. Joseph Newgarden, winner of St. Pete, the opening round in the IndyCar series for this season. Joseph, we know about Roger Penske, Chip Ganassi, the great team owners who surround themselves with the best that they could get. But what about the drivers, the drivers on Penske Racing? What do they have in common besides winning? What do they have in common? (laughs) There absolutely is. You know, the common denominator is that Roger's a driver, too. Hmm. And uh, most people don't realize that Roger started out as a race car driver and he, you know, he could have probably been a very, very successful one if he would have focused on that. But, you know, he chose to build his businesses and had an opportunity to go that route in his life. And then, you know, wanted to create this dynasty and, and, you know, become one of the best team owners in history. So I think there's a common thread there. You know, he thinks like a racer, great businessman, but also thinks like a racer. And that's why we get along so well. Yeah, and that that means all makes all the difference in the world. The majority of the time, when a football coach who's played football and had his hands in the dirt, basketball player who's been down in the post, things of that nature, the relatability to those certain positions, it's night and day for the majority of those that are you know similar to the captain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it makes you know all the world a difference, and it's same thing when you talk about race engineers. Race engineers typically need to be racers. You know, they don't have to have successful backgrounds in racing, but they've got to have a passion for it. They've got to have a general understanding of what it takes or, or they've got to be able to relate it to something. You know, when you're, you're requesting these changes as a driver, you're trying to relate things to them that you need from the race car. That relatability is critical. You can't have someone that's just book smart that, you know, is an engineer by trade. They've got to have a passion for racing cars and getting the most out of them and having some sort of competitive background, regardless of what it is, I think is really to create that that bond. His name is Joseph Newgarden joining us here in the Freak Nation, man. I'm sure we'll be talking to you plenty more times throughout the year, buddy. Thank you. Hopefully so. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. When you have a guy like Joseph Newgarden come out and do what he did, and Crasher, I understand this, and Statman, I understand when you're running for Roger Penske, Chip Ganassi, when you're running for a team owner that uh, he's known more for winning than really anything else. <laughs> what? It just sounds funny. More than... But, Known more for winning than anything else, and there's a lot of stuff that can go on in motorsports. But, Stat, we talk about, Crash, we, st- we talk about the car, 
The car in, in and of itself, when you know that you can get into hop into a car, first of all, that it's going to start, and two, that it could actually win races. I just, I wouldn't, I, I can't imagine what it's like to work for someone like a Roger Penske. The assurances that that gives you, on top of everything else, you know, hopping in a car, putting that helmet on, knowing, yeah, my car is good. I'm a good driver, but damn it, I've got Roger Penske stat, man. Yeah, but you've also got um, Chip Ganassi was a former driver. Yeah, true. And Ganassi's had some uh, champions that have gone on to great success. Scott Dixon, uh, Gennardi. Um, Montoya. Montoya. Uh, you know, D'Amato was with uh, Newman Haas, but... He, Ganassi has had great drivers. Actually, and, you can put uh, Jimmy Vassar in that category, too. He did win, yeah, it. Right. He won a championship he, he, for Ganassi. Vassar won the first championship yep. for Ganassi, didn't he, in IndyCar? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, obviously if you put a good driver in great equipment, they're going to do well. If you take a, a good driver and put him in a um, – and this is going to sound bad, but you put him in a Foyt car – He's going to struggle to do as well as uh, uh, putting him in a Penske car. Penske has a lot of resources uh, because of his business acumen, and uh, they so they have a. For crying out loud, Penske used to hire someone just to polish the wheels on the hauler when they were at in at the Indy 500 for the entire month of May. That's his attention to detail. Nobody else can do that because they don't have the money behind them to make that happen. Let me clarify. Let's take A.J. Foyt and put him put him in the place of Roger Penske. It, there's no chance in hell that Roger Penske racing would be as successful. I'm just saying the significance yeah. of a Ganassi or a Penske isn't lost on a, on a fan. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, there's a lot of team owners – who don't have the commitment to detail, who don't have the acumen, who don't have the uh, ability to think in those terms. Uh, and, you know, so they never get a chance. Uh, on another light, uh, Belichick didn't do, Belichick was fired in Cleveland, was 4 and 17 before he put Tom Brady in and only put Tom Brady in because. His starting quarterback got hurt, and suddenly Belichick's a genius. So, who who's the real genius in that in that picture? So you got to have good people. You got to have somebody who could think along that line. You got to have somebody who's with Belichick. He was able to uh, put a good person in there who allowed him to stick around long enough to become better. So. Uh, Penske, Ganassi, other great owners have uh, uh, Andretti. They've put together teams because they've made good decisions. They've hired good drivers, and the drivers have stuck around long enough to make them seem like they're, uh, you know, they're great. A- another example is Ray Hall. Ray Hall is a great driver, but he's committed to his son, and uh, his son is not the great driver that 
Scott Dixon or Simon Pagina or Joseph Newgarden is. And uh, Ray Hall as uh, as rich, maybe not as rich as Penske, but he's a wealthy man, and he hasn't had the ability because he hasn't had the great driver to take all his resources into victory circle. Any driver, Roger Penske, we're st- I'm still sticking with Roger Penske. And, you, and again, you could throw Ganassi in that same. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna fight me all the whole two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no I, my point is 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 li- living here in Arizona. I've really been able to get up close and personal, unfortunately, with some team ownership here. Robert Sarver, he's a pitiful owner of the Suns. Uh, Michael Bidwell is just not a great NFL owner. Roger Penske is a great owner. Chip Ganassi is a great owner. Not so not not awesome in cup, but sports cars and IndyCar. Roger Penske and Chip Ganassi, anybody they hire wins. Just being able to evaluate talent. Look, you happy bastard, I'm going to put you in the best equipment there is. Now you go out there and take it to victory lane. But if yeah, you look, especially the, the record of, of Ganassi, I mean, it took him a couple of years to get yeah. there. So, yeah, it's yeah. evaluating yeah. that talent and getting finding out what does work in an employee, in an engineer, in a wheel polisher, what does work to make the team better, and then finding that and multiplying it and making it go. Yeah, the same with uh, Belichick. He wasn't obviously a great uh, evaluator of talent, still isn't a great evaluator of wide receivers. So (laughs) Brady allowed him to stick around long enough to become brilliant. (laughs) So, uh, you know, the the same thing with with, uh, Penske. What if Penske had made some mistakes in hiring drivers at the beginning? What if Penske had hired uh, A.J. Foyt instead of Mark Donahue? Yeah, there Uh, you go. You know, what what would Penske have been then? So, yes, a lot of dominoes have fallen in the right place. You've made some good decisions. Maybe it's not possible for him to make a bad decision. That sounds stupid, but he's got the resources to survive uh, bad decisions. And uh, obviously, he's one of the great owners in uh, world motorsport history. Someone that actually has a shot to win races now, speaking of, running for a team that gives him a shot. We're talking about Stuart Haas. His name is Eric Almirola, running with uh, Stuart Haas Racing. We caught up with him earlier this week. We're going to be – he'll be with us in about 15 minutes or so. Your stat man, Scat. Next hour, Mike's, Michael Self, ARCA Series winner uh, from last night, will be joining us next hour. And, oh, my gosh. Is Daniel that... Hemrick. Yeah, but hold on a second. What? That – Yeah. That was a night. That was a night race. Yes. Correct. Pensacola. Okay. Just yes. had to confirm. I just. I just had the thought because I, I just. just had a thought that that was a day race. No. 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 Don't. I'll, I'll explain when we go to break. Well. Uh, c- coming up next, you got your Statman Scat and uh, Eric Almarola. Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Hole Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Citroen this week said it would leave the World Rally Championship unless the series opens the door for some form of electric hybrid by 2020. An executive said the company couldn't see a manufacturer supporting something that doesn't reflect what's going on in society. To that, I can only say thank you, thank you, thank you. The series should listen when Citroen speaks. It's won nine WRC titles in a row with Sebastian Loeb, and it's won two of three events this year with Rain 
reigning champion Sebastian Ogier. That includes this weekend's Rally Mexico. Citroen said it's working hard to meet carbon dioxide regulations in its road cars, and it doesn't want to compete with a product that doesn't fit its brand. This is more proof manufacturers are in racing to sell cars and not just the name. Let's hope someone's listening at the WRC. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. And now today's Bob Evans foodie lesson, the need to belong. We tend to associate certain foods with members of our family, social gatherings, and people taking care of us, Thanksgiving and other holidays with family. When we feel lonely, we crave comfort foods to give us both comfort and security. For example, a college student away from home for the first time may crave comfort foods as a reminder of family. Evidence showed that people with positive family relationships were more likely than others to reach for comforting foods on the days they felt lonely. And now a word from Bob Evans. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book the process is not that complicated take a first step even if you write a page a day you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality the hard part is getting it published that's when you need to call page publishing they've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you they make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process you can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life have you been thinking about trying the blue pill what if we can promise you the same results for less than three dollars a pill if you're paying twenty dollars a pill for the other pills you're getting taken to the cleaners our pill delivers the exact same results for less than three dollars we'll do the math for you you'll save more than sixteen dollars a pill for the same results want more we'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for 99 dollars and add four more pills free you save more than five hundred dollars you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next you need to call and get your 44 pills for just 99 dollars stop overpaying for the other blue pills call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 that's 800-223-0992 Bubba Burger, 
You know your favorite grocery store? Yeah, just go check it out there in the freezer section. A wide selection of Bubba burgers. You'll never taste a better burger than a Bubba. What about onion flavored? Jalapeno. Our babysitter shared with us that she's a big fan of the turkey Bubba burger, which she said, was it last night, right? Last weekend. She said the whole family cooked out, and she's got a big family. They all had their turkey Bubba burgers on the grill, and they loved them. Statman, have you done the bacon cheddar Bubba burger yet? No, I haven't. The, the turkey and the vegetable have gotten my undivided attention. It's kind of mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> right? Yeah. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Go to your favorite grocery store and pick yours up today. So Saturday, excuse me, Friday afternoon, while qualifying at ISM Raceway, Daniel Suarez and Michael McDowell uh, decided to have a little fisticuffing going on just off the track because evidently Suarez didn't necessarily like the way McDowell was racing him and consequently bumped him out of some certain position for qualifying for the cup race on (laughs) Sunday. And it's crazy that Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez, two names in NASCAR that are not synonymous with people that follow NASCAR on the peripheral. But, oh, man, for... 24 hours, these two, these two dudes and the video of them go, going after each other. Well, the video was pretty awesome, let's be honest. <laughs> but Suarez, like Statman has said on this show for 19 friggin' years, you don't go fight someone who still has his helmet on. <laughs> what the what? But he, he, he literally took a swing at the helmet. I know he meant to take a swing at his face, talking about Suarez taking a swing at McDowell, but the hel- McDowell's helmet is still on. I mean, he could have broken his hand. McDowell went after him first, and then Suarez did the right thing. And as as uh, our our good friend Richard C. Suave said, he pulled some jujitsu move on him and took took all 230 pounds of Mike, Michael McDowell down with that lid still on. <laughs> it was a pretty impressive takedown. I mean, think about that. This is. This is the highlight of Friday qualifying around the world. I mean, it was the number one trend in the U.S. for quite a while. And the video can, on my phone sat up top for one of the, the highest rated videos. Just sat up there for, for as long as I can remember that Friday afternoon, evening, Saturday morning. It was still there. And Michael McDowell is probably one of the nicest guys in the garage, too. <laughs> to think him and fighting, it just it doesn't add up. Hey, Michael McDowell called us mm. on his wedding night right? Uh, to talk to the Speed Freaks. That's how good a guy he is. We actually called him as our Saturday show st- uh, stat man, and he picked up the damn phone in his hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm on my honeymoon. Yeah. I mean, what's that about? <laughs> Jeez. One of the great fights, though. I don't know if it's on YouTube. But one of the great fights is Lyle Alzado when he was with the Raiders, snatching. Oh, that I can't. The name just leaped out of my head. But he was a lineman for the New York Jets. Snatched his helmet off of his head and beat him with it. That's one oh. of the great. That's one <laughs> of the great fights in in sports history. Snatched they was they were jawing at each other face to face. And while Alzado was jawing at him, snatched the helmet off and started beating him with it before people could get in and break it up. <laughs> Is there a better 
football name than Lyle Alzado? I forgot about that dude, man. Died of cancer? Brain cancer, was it? Uh, he died of of uh, a lot of stuff. A lot yeah. of it was he, – he was – before they started checking for stuff that he used to take – he was he was taking putting a lot of chemicals in his body. Oh man! By Lyle the way, Chris Alzado. Ward. Chris Ward, got it. All yeah, Chris Ward. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Everybody loves a good fight in sports, whether it's football, <laughs> motorsports, tennis. And if you're going to fight, leave your helmet on. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what Chris Ward thought, right? <laughs> yeah, had that old chintzy strap. <laughs> uh, Freak Nation, I can uh, promise you that this show is about uh, 75% more entertaining than what you have on ESPN2 right now. You have the World Axe Throwing Championships or League right now. Dudes in kilts and. Yeah, that's what's rolling. All right, Eric Almarola running for Stuart Haas. Got himself a top five today. Yeah, man. He joins us next. Speed Freak Spitz, Lucas All Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on Mav TV. Mav TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross. They're all on Mav TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get Mav TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MavTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. Mav TV is motorsports. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. 
the Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I would swallow my pride. I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt. Turn it inside out. Find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender. Freak Nation, do yourself a favor, man. A lot of you still change your oil. Then you should use the finest synthetic oil on the planet, Lucas Oil. Head to your favorite auto parts store today. From inside your engine to outside, inside your car to outside your car, Lucas Oil has whatever you need to keep that righteous ride on the road. We caught up with Eric Amarola Friday afternoon at ISM Raceway, talked to him about a number of things. It was another beautiful weekend here in Phoenix where, you know, highs of about 75, clear skies. And we kicked it off talking about the weather. <laughs> talking about the weather here in, uh, in, in, in Phoenix. And, uh, you know, he just... Uh, you just want to make the entire country jealous. Yeah, and that's how we roll. It's uh, Eric nice. Amarola... NASCAR Cup star running for Stuart Haas Racing. And, yeah, we talk about the weather. It is. It's going to be a weekend um, that's uh, hosted by lots of sunshine and warmth, uh, something we're not used to uh, coming from North Carolina this winter. We have had a terrible winter yeah, back home. Have. We've got, like, almost 40 inches of rain since October. It, is, it, has been, it has just been gray and cold and rainy. And uh, not a lot of fun. See, so. Kenny has been fixated today on how cold and cloudy it was this morning. Oh no, so, that was yeah. that was paradise. We <laughs> we've we've had gray, overcast, and like 26 degrees for months. It has been bad. I have I call it seasonal disinfectant disorder because I've lived in Southern California for 20 years, then out here for five. So when clouds come in, I just get pissed. Yeah. Well, you should move to North Carolina. You'll be ready to. <laughs> Hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who spent most of his time in Florida, right? Well, when I was growing up, yeah. I haven't spent a lot of time in Florida this uh, in the last probably few years. So uh, kids, kids are in school. That uh, it makes it a lot more travel, a lot more difficult to travel during the off season. So is it basically just returning to family over the holidays and then the two Daytonas? Yeah, well, we don't even return uh, to Tampa now for the holidays with the kids being, you know, old enough, uh, to, you know. Thanksgiving is really the week after Homestead, so I just want right. I just want to be home at my house. <laughs> I want to be home in North Carolina at my house. Um, so you know, for that uh, we get back home to our house in North Carolina, and then for Christmas, man, Santa Claus is coming. So we've got to uh, our kids. <laughs> we want our kids to wake up at home in their bed and come downstairs in their house. Um, so yeah, so we don't even get back to, to Florida for that. Um, we just see them now really for the two Daytonas and, and if I go and do some pre Daytona media, we typically do it in Tampa. So we'll stop by for a day. You are, you are a guy that grew up 
basically with motorsports all over your background as well. I believe it was your grandfather who raced open wheel. And yeah. the, the open wheel season kicks off this weekend down in St. Pete. Pete. Yeah. And that was your path for a while. And it I've was. read that Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart kind of helped veer your path. Just basically watching what they did from open wheel to NASCAR, that helped veer your path. Do you ever have any regrets? I mean, obviously the money's a little better in NASCAR right now. <laughs> but do you ever kind of wish, yeah, I could maybe want to try that Indy 500 one day? No. No. Nope. Explain. I, yeah, I... Uh, I if I was going to drive an open-wheel car, it would be a sprint car. Um, I grew up watching my grandfather do that. I still think that those are just the most awesome vehicles in the world. Um, they weigh 1,400 pounds and have almost 1,000 horsepower. I mean, it's almost a one-horsepower one to one-pound weight ratio, and, and that just – that is awesome like that is so cool so uh for me i i've i grew up watching that and i love it and so if i was going to race open wheel i'd want to race that indycar doesn't really honestly excite me like i i know that those guys are very good at what they do and they're very talented but um you know the especially the ovals like i love oval racing um and, and on the ovals they just run wide open and it's really about you know getting their car trimmed out uh with their engineers and stuff and it's 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 a lot car and some driver, and, and that's the one thing that I think is so cool about NASCAR and has been over the years for forever is that it's it's really more 50-50 car and driver. Um, and, and so that, that challenge of driving the race car, the car weighs 3,400 pounds, and we've got seven 800 horsepower and little bitty tires, uh, and the cars just slide around and, and are a handful. That, that is, that's fun, and I grew up you know, aspiring to do that at the top level. Well, I had a dirt question for you until that comment right there. You kind of also just explained the Las Vegas Motor Speedway to the ISM Raceway, how that was so much car and just wide out and do-do-do, Sunday drive, yeah. whereas Phoenix, totally different animal. Well, it is, but uh, you know, I think now when we see these cars continuing to get more and more and more downforce in them, um, you know, we're, we're seeing it become more and more and more and more prevalent about about the car, and I think that's what you've seen with IndyCar, um, you know, over the last however many years um even though last year they went to a lower downforce package and they were having to lift off the gas um at the ovals but you know i think as as you increase the downforce and make it to where the cars run closer and closer to wide open um you know the car becomes more and more and more important it's always going to be important you know you, you're never going to take the greatest race car driver in the world and put him in a crappy slow car and, and him go win and and vice versa you're never going to put um a, a below average driver in in a championship winning car and he's not going to go win it, it definitely takes both and at all forms of motorsports but as you make the cars easier to drive it certainly does become more about the equipment and then there's always balancing everything with cost because costs in motorsports got way out of control in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, well, that's that's always been the case. I mean, I seriously like think back to the beginning of time. Like racing, racing has always been about an ego, right? Like racing has always been about my car's faster than yours. But isn't that sports? It is. Yeah. It is. But yeah, I'm but, bigger than you. I'm better than you. Yeah. But the the only the only difference is is that in sports the athlete can actually train to make their skill better. Um, in in racing the driver can train to make his skill better, but if his equipment um, is not 
up to his skill level, then then he's not going to perform with a guy that has better equipment. You give most baseball players, um, you know, have the same bat to bat with. They have the same ability with a glove. Like you don't have a guy that has a better glove, so he's a better fielder. No, he's a better <laughs> fielder in the infield because he has better skill. He has better hand-eye coordination, better anticipation of where the ball is going to go when it comes off the bat. All of those things. Um, so I think that that's the one thing that really makes motorsports different from other sports is that um you know the equipment is sometimes to your advantage or sometimes to your detriment where in other sports like everybody plays with the same basketball right like when they don't every there's not 10 basketballs on the court at one time there's one basketball and 10 players everybody plays with the same with the same same ball we don't all play with the same ball so eric almarola driving the number 10 cup car Aren't you just having a sigh of relief right now with that better equipment of Stuart Haas Racing? Just saying. Yes, absolutely. It is so much fun. It's so much fun to show up to the racetrack, um, you know, every weekend and and know that you've got you know the, the resources and the and the equipment and all of those things behind you to go compete at a high level and be successful. And so, for a race car driver, that's that's your dream. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're a competitor. I'm a competitor. I want to show up. I want to have a chance to win. Right. And when I get on that airplane on Thursday and we're flying to whatever track we're going to, that's that's all you can ask for. You you want to know in your heart and in your brain that when you get there, you're going to have a chance to win if you do everything and, and your team does everything that you need to do to be successful. That your your race your equipment's not a handicap. And and at Stuart House Racing, obviously the you know we we're one of the best teams in the garage area so it's been a lot of fun and hopefully here this weekend at uh at ism raceway we'll get our smithfield ford mustang in victory lane and um you know have a little beer when we're done bacon did i hear your your sporting uh, some bacon wrap on the car this weekend yeah man we, we we always have bacon we're we're Smithfield. Like we're, I know that, but is there more more bacon this week? <laughs> more bacon. Is there is there is there ever not more bacon? You can like, you cannot have too much bacon. Yeah, that is you. that is absolutely correct. So especially when it's Smithfield. Like if it's if it's one of those off brands or whatever, you're like, ugh, I can't have any more bacon. But if it's Smithfield bacon, like just keep bringing it. That's so true. That's yep. we can skimp on certain things like That's the we whole could go toilet paper the Kroger right. the Kroger brand of bacon or the Albertsons. No, Ugh. you've got to go with a name brand. Don't That's you? right. Not just any name brand for me. Smithfield. <laughs> Smithfield. Did you hear that? Yeah. Smithfield. That's right. Thanks, Eric. guys. See you guys. Have have a great weekend. Bacon. Hopefully, hopefully the bacon talk. Didn't take too much away from the comment from Eric Almarola, Stuart Haas Racing NASCAR Cup driver. The comment that he made about IndyCar in IndyCar there, Crash doesn't guys. really excite me. Oh, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Come on. Well, maybe it doesn't excite him, but the whole again. Well, then uh, he goes on to say, but especially ovals, they just run wide open, and it's just about getting the car trimmed out right. And then I—that's why I had to bring up with him. Hold on, dude. That was you guys. NASCAR in Las Vegas just last week. Again, they were running wide open in Vegas. Had to get the car trimmed out right. So, yeah, I sometimes these two series want to take slight jabs at each other. Come on, y'all. You're pretty much all in the same boat. With that <laughs> comment, Statman, that. it sounded like that maybe he was jilted possibly by an IndyCar team. No. Those were some, I, I, Andretti Autosports already replied to it on Twitter at Kenny at Speed Freeze. Oh, serious? Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, that's, that's, Crash is 100% right. Mm. All they do is is uh, 
put the pedal to the floor and uh, hope they get the spring rubbers in right so that they can get around the track safely. <laughs> Step, man. <laughs> Here we go. Are, are we going to start an argument on Twitter? Down that road. Yeah. yeah right. Why not, man? Come on. We got another hour and five minutes. We can roll into that, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Just let's. Let's go get some spring rubbers and see what we could start. Right. Again, Eric Almirola talking about IndyCar, how it's, what, more car than driver. Now, I don't know what the hell the percentage is. I mean, if you're hopping, hopping in an S-Box car, I would, would completely do, disagree with that. But I don't I don't have the knowledge of a freaking percentage of what, what is it, the, you know, the car versus the driver. It's... <sighs> He's claiming, okay, in that interview, he claimed that NASCAR was closer to 50-50 car driver. If he were to sit in an Indy car and realize that, oh, there's no power steering. These are not easy rocket ships to drive. He might think differently. It's it's just, it's funny how the perspective can be so slighted when a driver has never sat in that particular vehicle. I get it. They have skinnier tires. Their cars can be a heck of a lot more loose on the track. And the, the overall feeling is that indie cars because of how fast they go have to have right. so much more downforce and when you have so much more downforce it is automatically easier to drive but no their aero package is just completely different so you can't just assume that they've got so much more downforce so it's so much easier it i just i hate it when these two series go at each other it's awesome for us no yeah all right yeah, look with Dario Franchitti with his four championships look how good he did in NASCAR right I mean, NASCAR's got some skills that are just for NASCAR and don't translate into anything else. Yeah, not everybody can make the crossover between sports like Amario Andretti and A.J. Foyt. And like we saw Kurt Busch do awesome in the Indy 500 a couple of years ago when he made the crossover. And what was it, Suave, you said in the media center today at ISM Raceway that somebody asked Kyle Busch if he was going to be considering the Indy 500? I don't know if my, my mic is my mic on there, Alex. Yes, yeah, well, is we this hear thing you. On? Is, yeah, yeah uh, you can go at Speed Freaks on Twitter and he was asked by a member of the media if he would be open to driving the Indy 500 or open wheel like his brother Kurt. And uh, he essentially he left it open to say the least. Interesting. He didn't, he didn't really answer the question. If you want to see it, I'll retweet it again at Speed Freaks. And you can decide for yourself if Kyle Busch is ever going to run the Indy 500 or jump into an Indy car. When we have asked him in the past, he has said it does interest him. So, again, it comes down to he's in a Toyota now. There are no Toyotas, at least not currently, in the IndyCar series. Graham Rahal dropped it on us about a month and a half ago that there is a third engine manufacturer soon to come into the IndyCar series. If that's Toyota, then boom, that could open the door for drivers like Kyle Busch. And, Stat, you brought this up before. Kurt Busch spent a lot of time in Vegas uh, the bull ring and on dirt tracks, how drivers can can feel their car by the seat of their pants, and specifically drivers that spend a whole lot of time on dirt, which I guess you could attribute that to Kurt Busch's success in his one and only Indy 500. Yeah, Kurt Busch also ran in uh, the little Ford uh, sprint cars that, that they used to run. Uh, I forget what they call them, Ford midgets or something like that. Right. So there's a lot in an open wheel car that you don't get in in the NASCAR. Just the monkey motion of the wheels and stuff, that's unnerving to some drivers who've never seen that before. 
That's true. Think about that. It, what if you're sitting in your, your Ford Mustang and then, <laughs> then you hop into a car, the, the same Ford Mustang, but your fenders are off and you're you're going through city traffic and you're hitting certain you know areas of the road and your car and your wheels start bouncing around. That that would be unnerving to see or feel yeah, that happen. I mean, the first time I saw it. Uh, a front wheel lock up is like, whoa, what was that? You know, and then suddenly you have to get to keep your mind on what you're doing when you're going 150 plus. Freak Nation coming up next hour. Daniel Hemrick will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, Richard Childress, racing driver, will be here. Also, your winner from the ARCA series Saturday night. His name is Michael Self. Was running the ARCA race to kick off the 2019 season at Daytona, and I was in kind of a gnarly accident, and was jonesing to get back in that car. It's the second race of the ARCA series. Your winner, Michael Self, will be joining us next hour. And again, you listen to this show. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for uh, for you tomorrow morning. At this past hour, you heard him. Joseph Newgarden and Eric Almarola. Those will be up on the website. Crasher was over there jonesing to watch some IndyCar. I got to stay here and watch some IndyCar. You said, hey, let's go walk the track. Let's take Henley around. I go, no, I want to stay right here. I want to watch IndyCar. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It's okay. You know, it's a six month off season is tough. It's all car, no driver, man. Come to IndyCar. Oh, Michael Self, ARCA Series winner, and Daniel Hemrick, NASCAR Cup driver for Richard Childress Racing, coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before spring and summer, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, they worry about overpaying for their home projects. And how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. HomeAdvisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read the reviews, request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. 
HomeAdvisor makes it so easy. Don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits. So to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app, HomeAdvisor.com. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. IndyCar season's underway. We had Joseph Newgarden last hour. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning. Also, Eric Almirola stirring things up last segment. Not a big fan of driving an IndyCar crasher. No, not at all. He claims, at least from what he's seen, that IndyCar is more car than it is driver. And they race too wide open for his taste on ovals but then i had to remind him what last weekend was in las vegas for nascar that was pretty wide open i don't think anybody ever did anything except mash the gas in las vegas last weekend so yeah both series have their fair share of wide open racing again like i said last hour i'm tired of these two series taking jabs at each other they both need each other for success in overall sports these days Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, or therefore on Instagram, Facebook, and again, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Michael Self, ARCA Series winner, will join us in about 11, 12 minutes. Also coming up, Daniel Hemrick with Richard Childress Racing in the Cup Series will be joining us this hour. Statman, was this part of the argument in maybe the 60s or 70s? IndyCar versus stock cars was, or was this even the converse part of the conversation? And I, and I asked that because I just, I think of the sixties and seventies where drivers just wanted to drive. They didn't give a damn what it was. They just wanted to drive it and they weren't knocking other series. They said, hell, put me in the damn thing. I'll win in it. 
that was part of the issue that the drivers drove. Uh, but the bigger issue is that nobody cared about NASCAR uh, in that time frame, that because NASCAR was just something you did in the South, and uh, there was no technology involved. I mean, nobody took it seriously. So, uh, you know, there, people weren't standing in line to drive in NASCAR. There was no money. There was no prestige. There was no, uh, barely any television. Uh, you had to hope that it came on Wide World of Sports a week later in order to enjoy the race. My, how times have changed. Because <laughs> that's just what it, I didn't. I didn't follow it in the '60s. I didn't follow it in the '70s, like I like I do now. Not by any stretch. It was you come through through Dallas, and it was either Supercross, Motocross, or drag racing for me. And then Indy 500 or Daytona 500. That's all I would catch. So I think the 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 first major might be wrong on this, but I think the first major NASCAR race that was televised live was in 1979 by CBS. And that was uh, when they had the fight on the back stretch. Oh, and a lot of people were yeah. watching, yeah, because it was a uh, a huge snowstorm in the in the northeast, and uh, nobody could get out of the house. And that's <laughs> why, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so and then yeah, there's a fight. in 1970, <laughs> yeah, and there's a fight. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 NAS, nobody took NASCAR seriously until. Uh, uh, the mid nineties when the IndyCar broke up. Yeah. IndyCar broke up and, uh, Dale Earnhardt senior was just one of the most polarizing figures in sports. I would, I would say, and he just, you either loved him or hated him. And that's what you needed to get people involved in the sport of NASCAR, a polarizing figure. Yeah. It's in, we're up on our 19th year of, of speed freaks and the peaks and valleys of motorsports that we've seen, over these years, the rise and precipitous fall of NASCAR and just the, I don't know what you could call IndyCar. Well, because they split six years, be- five years before we started. So, yeah, <laughs> when when Speed Freak started in the year 2000, IndyCar was in one of its lowest lows. And so we, there was no place to go. And but falling. And, and falling, right. Arguably, yeah, exactly. So there was really no place to go but up. Has it been a huge upward swing? No, it's taken a while. I mean, how many years before they actually merged the two series, Kart and IndyCar, back together? That was insane. So, yeah, it's it's been – we've seen NHRA go through some crazy changes too. <sighs> they all need each other. In this sports climate, they all need each other, and I wish they would realize that. Why can't we all get along? Yeah. Coming up, your Statman Scat in about 16 minutes, 17 minutes. You crash Gladys Pitt news and notes. Let's resume with some of the affiliates, and we'll be right back with you with some crash Gladys Pitt news and notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in more Speed Freaks affiliates on a Sunday night. How you doing, man? At Speed Freaks on Twitter. We're there for you. Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up, ARCA Series winner from last night, Pensacola. Michael Self will be joining us in here. Daniel Hemrick running for Richard Childress Racing. Cup driver will be in here in about 35, 40 minutes. 
The first crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor and roll on General Tires. You got a big fat truck you want to take care of? Make sure they're running on red letters. That's General Tire. Crasher? I am one happy chica. IndyCar is back. The St. Pete Grand Prix was this weekend, and just like the 2018 version of the street race, the rookies this year, they put the field on notice. Felix Rosenquist. Yep. Indy Lights driver, Formula E driver. Well, he led practice sessions. He led the race today. He ended up fourth overall in the end, but that was not too shabby for the title sponsor, NTT. Yeah, IndyCar has its new title sponsor as well, and they adorn his side pods. Wow. Felix Rosenquist, look for him. Colton Herta and Santino Ferrucci, they finished eighth and ninth, so that put three rookies in the top ten to start the season, pretty much the same as last year. After the race, though, it was an American veteran of the series, Joseph Newgarden, former champion, who used the best tire strategy to bring home yet another win for the captain, Roger Penske. That's now four wins for Roger Penske in eight days between Australian supercars, NASCAR, and IndyCar. Like I said last week, it is good to be RC or RP. Supercross raced in Daytona on the other side of the state. Eli Tomac taking the win in the 450s and Austin Forkner, your winner in the 250 East. Staying in Florida, the Arca Series raced on the short track in Pensacola, where finally Michael Self notched himself a big boy short track win, something that he has not done in his career until now. We're going to have him on in just about four minutes. Must have been those general tires, you dig? Kyle Busch, let's get to NASCAR now. On the West Coast, Kyle Busch sweeping Phoenix. He was a bit ticked off that he couldn't do the sweep at his home track in Las Vegas last weekend, but he got it this weekend. He now has 199 total wins between NASCAR's top three series on his resume. That debate will continue. Kyle Busch, Richard Petty. Michael Self, ARCA Series winner from Pensacola, joins us next. And his kryptonite has just been solved. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers. Angus Burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance, excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, 
cleaner exhaust and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports introducing lucas oil racing tv your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv lucas oil racing tv Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there for you. And again, you miss any of this show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you Monday morning. Uh, good to get this dude in here because after watching what happened at Daytona for the opening of the ARCA series, running on those general tires, by the way, uh, Michael Self, it was a short run for Daytona. It was just a big-time disappointment, so I can only imagine... Michael Self, your winner for the Pensacola 200. Short track win for you. You were probably one of those dudes that just couldn't wait to get back in that damn car because of that disappointment on such a legendary track of Daytona. Yeah, especially after how how last year won at Daytona when we won. Came back this year with a, a lot of confidence, feeling like I, I had a lot of experience at the super speedways. I'd had a, a good run at Daytona last year. I'd had a good run at Talladega last year. You know, I felt like I was in um, the best place mentally that I could be going into Daytona this year and then racing for me pretty much on lap three. Um, so definitely not how I wanted to start the year out, and it, it is. It's, it's definitely aggravating to start the year out like that, especially when running for a championship. You, you just as a driver just kind of want a chance to, you know, I don't know if it's redeem yourself or, or a chance to just get another shot at it or to get things back on a positive note or maybe a little bit of all the above. Um, definitely felt good to, to overcome some of that last night michael self your arca series winner for five flag speedway short course win for you that's just it's been your nemesis for short courses when you finally win this short course race what is it that comes to you either the car mentally physically that you figure you know what i finally have this thing before the checker drops uh, i think it's a, a lot of things um you know it's when I look at 
short track racing in my career. I, I've done a ton of short track racing. When I was running the Canyon West Series, we, we pretty much mainly ran short tracks, and I was able to pick up a couple wins on on some of those tracks out there. Um, but, but like you said, definitely not my specialty. And I think when I came into this year, I knew that was something that had changed if we're going to compete for this championship um, because ARCA runs eight, eight or, or nine tour tracks, you know, however many it may be. Um, and so I have to get out of that mindset that, that, you know, I don't like short track racing or I haven't done that well short track racing historically in the ARCA series. Um, and move past that and just kind of start, start fresh and think more about, you know, Hey, I'm, uh, I've won short tracks before. Obviously, I can do it. I've I've done it. I just need to figure it out here. Um, and then the Lion Kings with the the new new crew um, over Venture Eight Motorsports this year on the twenty five car, myself, and um, having Shannon Rush put in place, who I've worked with in the past, um, with him being my crew chief now. I think his mentality and the way he approached things helps give me a lot of confidence, and it, uh, the way that he builds the cars, you know, match really well with my driving style. And I think all those things come together to just inspire uh, inspire confidence going into this race. And then when you look at the day as a whole yesterday, we, we led practice. We were able to qualify second, um, then never fell outside the top five in the race and ultimately bought home to win. Um, I think it's just a, a combination of all those things coming together and me feeling good just throughout the entire day, not so much just the race, but the entire afternoon, knowing that things are running smooth and that we've got that little bit different mindset. How can you get yourself out of a jam? Let's say your day is not going well, but you've got a race coming up. You've got to be 100% by the time you put your helmet on and get in the cockpit. How can you get yourself out of a jam, let's say, if that was your day yesterday? I mean, you you just don't really have a choice. And I think you see that with uh, a lot of younger kids that I'm racing against in the ARCA series. And I know that was me at one point in my career where it was easy to get really down over maybe a bad qualifying result or the car didn't feel the way I wanted it to in practice, and, and you kind of dwell on that. Um, you, you have to understand that the race is basically its own practice session within a race, and so you've got time to overcome those things. You've got time to reset yourself, and um, I've found with with me, I, I generally don't practice all that well, and so I don't really focus on the times that I run in practice. I focus on the feel of a car and and and, and talking with my crew chief and communicating with my crew what what I think needs to the car needs to feel like. And so there'll be times when I end up seventh or eighth on the practice charts and people are going, Oh, you know, what's wrong? Where's the speed? And I'm going, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong. You know, I've come a long enough way to know that I'm not just racing the speed charts. I'm racing the racetrack. Um, so I can stay kind of even minded and, and even keel. And I think that's just uh, kind of a part of maturity and being able to understand that and, and grasp that situation um, and, and know that you have a lot that's in your power. You just have to not get frustrated as a driver and control the situation as much as you can. Ty Gibbs, you finished ahead of him last night. Is that some of the advice you would give him as well? I mean, he's one of the new guys in the series, I would imagine, with the family name, the family history. He's got confidence, but then again, that only goes so far. You've still got to prove yourself out on the track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of young kids. Those years when I wasn't racing myself, I was coaching guys, I was spotting for guys. Um, Justin Haley, you know, perfect example, who's running the Xfinity Series now. I I work with him a lot, and he, when he first came in, you know, he was really shy, uh, kind of a quiet, kind of, you know, um, just kind of held, held to himself, kind of an introverted kid. And I worked a lot with him just on, you know, staying positive no matter what the situation is and overcoming the things off the track that you do as a teenager. And, 
um, the things that I learned from my mistakes back when I was his age, um, just, you know, how, how insignificant those things are, I guess, in the grand scheme of life, as, as you guys know, as adults and how, you know, you are in control of your own mindset and, um, you just really have to, have to be the one to control that and be the one to understand that and know that things are going to be okay. Um, and that you're ultimately the one that's in control of your feelings and your emotions. And those can bring it be up or down a day just based off that. Who are some of the drivers, the other ones besides Haley that you have coached? Because that's in, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, I was uh, through the NASCAR stuff. You know, I've worked with I worked with Harrison Burton a little bit on some road course stuff. I worked with Taz Grala for a couple of years. Um, last year on the road racing side of things, specifically, I was able to work with Christopher Bell, Brandon Jones, Matt Tiff, Tyler Reddick. Um, I've got a pretty pretty good slew of guys that I've had. Whether it be for one race or just a, a weekend road course coaching. Um, you know, all those guys are ones I've been fortunate enough to work with and learn a little bit about and um, experience how different people drive and different people act. I think you see now, Kenny, how (laughs) this is how he got over Daytona and he got over it real quick in order to, is this really your first ARCA short short track win? Yeah, it is. uh, I've come close a couple times. I've got a couple second place finishes on short tracks, but this is the first win. Michael Self, winner of the ARCA race in Pensacola, Florida, on general tires. Michael, the race was only a little more than an hour. That's a great time for people that are busy and don't have time to commit three, four, five hours or more to a stock car race. I'm one of the older guys here, but that's still important to me uh, to not have my time taken up all day in front of the television. Yeah, and I'm actually the same as you. I mean... I, it's, I'm an advocate for shorter races, um, especially the Cup Series. You know, I, I think that society as a whole, I think uh, attention spans have gotten shorter. I think people have more going on. I think that, you, you know, with all the availability we have with digital media, you can you can go on Twitter and you can look at the race in a glance or you can follow every 50 laps or whatever you want. Um, and, you know, I think that's something that everyone needs to understand and acknowledge. And if NASCAR is going to make a change on that, you know, that's ultimately – up to them, um, but but there's a reason that I've really enjoyed watching the ARCA races and the, the truck races the last couple of years because they do fit in that time frame. They are an hour and a half or two hours long, and I can do that. I can stay interested and, and watch the, the TV for that long and, and have that amount of time available to me. So hopefully the, the fans saw that ARCA race last night and they enjoyed that it fit in a, a little over a one-hour time slot for them, and um, it was a pretty good racing. I mean, a track that's really wore out a track that has a lot of character uh, a short track that i think a lot of people wish was on the bigger series schedules um and recognize the arca series for the the strength that it has right now i mean kind of sitting in that market that a lot of people you see on social media say they want to see out of the nascar series and, and arca attracts a good uh, hopefully a good fan base because of that You know, Michael Self, winner of the ARCA race, short track in Florida. Maybe it's this money thing that has everybody hooked. You don't have to have a long race to get more commercials into the TV show. Do drivers need hundreds of millions? Maybe tens of millions is enough. Maybe a 50-foot yacht is just as good as a 75-foot yacht. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I... That's, that's a different way to think about things, right? You know, I just have to focus on what I've done, and, you know, ultimately I know that, you know, am I going to get paid to be a race car driver the rest of my life? Probably not. You know, my future is probably going to be working with um, with Sinclair Oil, my sponsor. You know, maybe there's a job opportunity for me there. 
uh, when, when I decide the racing is over or when they decide the racing is over and, um, you know, I'll be a, a marketing guy and until the day I die, I think because of the experience I've had with them and putting my own sponsorship together. And when I look at things from a marketing standpoint, you know, what, what do we want? We want exposure. We want to meet our specific marketing goals. Now, is that going to happen in racing, whether it's a long race or a short race or, you know, however much we're spending or this guy's making, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's a, you guys are asking the questions that a lot of people ask right now. And I think everyone's going to have a little bit of a different opinion and, um, in a different answer. And it's, it's just impossible to please everyone. Right. Yeah. So, you know, how do you figure out what the majority wants and, and taper to that, um, and, you know, and, and that somewhere in between. Michael Self running on General Tires for the ARCA Series. And again, the ARCA Series winner last night joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Michael, hope, hopefully we'll talk to you again this year, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's always good to talk to you guys after a good, uh, big weekend. And um, hopefully we'll put together a couple more and just stay in pursuit of that championship and see if we can, uh, see if we can land in a good spot. Boom. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Coming up in moments, your Statman Scat. And after this break, Statman is going to do his best to sell me why Kyle Bush is better than Richard yeah. Petty. It's coming up next. <laughs> Peter Spitz at Lucas Hole Studios. <laughs> Good evening, my fellow citizens. Statman, let's get To provide guidance to mankind. Citroen this week said it would leave the World Rally Championship unless the series opens the door for some form of electric hybrid by 2020. An executive said the company couldn't see a manufacturer supporting something that doesn't reflect what's going on in society. To that, I can only say thank you, thank you, thank you. The series should listen when Citroen speaks. It's won nine WRC titles in a row with Sebastian Loeb, and it's won two of three events this year with Rain champion Sebastian Ogier that includes this weekend's Rally Mexico. Citroen said it's working hard to meet carbon dioxide regulations in its road cars and it doesn't want to compete with a product that doesn't fit its brand. This is more proof manufacturers are in racing to sell cars and not just the name. Let's hope someone's listening at the WRC. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. 
We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Message and data rates may apply. Hi. I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text Maine to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text Maine to 42424. That's M-A-I-N to 4244. Bubba Burger, that's Bubba Burger, Bubba Burger. Go to your favorite grocery store, frozen food section. Pick yourself up some Bubba Burger today, jalapeno, turkey, vegetarian. Oh, man, onion-flavored. Crasher says there's bacon and cheddar Bubba Burger that's out there. Yes, go to their website. It is right there in their product line. Mm -hmm. I just need to find some for my mouth. (laughs) Okay, well. Just. (laughs) Here we go. You'll never buy a better burger than a Bubba. Statman, I was having this conversation yesterday. I had some raceway with a couple of, well, actually one for Alex. And yesterday was the 22nd anniversary of Biggie Smalls' death. And a lot of folks don't know how Statman and I met. We met at UPN News 13, KCOP in Los Angeles. And when I hear the name Biggie Smalls, and Statman knows this, him being in news for so long, that I'm headed to interview Biggie Smalls. I'm with my photographer, videographer, whatever you want to refer to him, in the station van, headed to go interview Biggie Smalls. And then the news desk alerts alerts us in the, um, in the van that he needs to pull the photographer. And I'm going, dude, it's Biggie Smalls. I'm about to interview. It was what a, can be bigger than that? Well, it turned out it was the Hollywood North Hollywood shootout. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. And then two weeks, two and a half weeks later, bam, Biggie Smalls is dead. But that. Remember that stat, man, when we would have, I, mean, I, I was also talking about this in the, in the 96, 97. I mean, it was hardcore East versus West Coast rap. It was. These dudes had to watch their back day in, day out. 
Yeah, the, the the elevation of the battle. Uh, Snoop Dogg got in their face at the. Oh, what was it? The award show that he got up on stage was it and Source? said, "What was it?" Uh, yeah, was it was, it? I think oh. it was. It, it, yeah, 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 that one. And you yeah. know, it just got in their face and they escalated the whole thing. You know, and it, it. I don't know. That was a that was some bad times for uh, uh, hip hop. And uh, the whole East-West, it, it was just stupid. And, but, you know, hopefully it's over. It stays over for a long time. 22 years ago, Biggie Smalls, gone. And and I also told the story that it happened in, uh, in the building where we did Speed Freaks for many, many years, the Peterson Automotive Museum. <laughs> That's where him coming out there in his Suburban and getting gunned down in the Suburban. <laughs> Yeah, we walked by that for how many years did we walk by that location? Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle wow. Bush. That, wow. Think about that. Kyle Bush sweeps the the weekend, and many folks out there talking about how Kyle Bush is uh, on his way to becoming a Richard Petty t- style or type driver as far as wins goes. And I completely disagree with him. But Statman is being one of those that. Uh, I mean, the Kyle Busch fan that he is is trying to convince me why, <laughs> why he and Richard Petty should be mentioned in the same breath, Statman. Uh, that's that's insane. I mean, I'm I'm not even going to go down that road because anybody who's listened to the show knows that's not the that's not the truth. And I, you know, I I could I could bend a lot of things, but I can't bend myself that far. <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine if. You know, what he's done in his career, and it's laudable to be sure, but it's like LeBron going against some D3 school or uh, Bryce Harper going against uh, a Legion pitcher, uh, American Legion pitcher. American I mean, Legion it's just, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just not the, not the same thing. These aren't guys who are uh, uh, in the same league with him and why he, why NASCAR allows him to, beat up on those people and if they try to make if they try to make a big deal out, i don't know if nascar is making a big deal out of this or if the network media especially fox and nbc trying to get people to uh watch the races uh, if they're going to make him to be the they tried a couple of years of making him a, a a villain and now they're trying to make him the hero especially for the next couple of weeks while he goes after number 200. Well, Statman, what do you think to this response to us at Speed Freaks on Twitter? This is from Harrington Honor. He says, actually, Kyle Busch's race wins are a greater accomplishment than Petty's. Petty was winning races with equipment 10 times better than his competitors. Kyle is winning races with cars and trucks that are the same as his competitors. That person can't believe that. It um, uh, Petty was racing against guys with equal gear, and he was racing with a manufacturer support. And he might have been racing in better cars because uh, Chrysler, Plymouth, and uh, in particular, uh, wanted him to win, so they gave him better equipment. But the cars were basically equal, and in those days, talent had a lot to do with it, not just the cars. Now, talent, since the cars are equal, talent has more to do with it, and he's got more talent than the people in 
the lower divisions of NASCAR. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's like going through Costco uh, at lunchtime and uh, grazing on the free food they give away. I mean, it's just not the, it's not the same thing. Do you think titles matter? Like, for instance, Richard Petty, obviously, with all 200 of those wins, he also accrued seven titles. Kyle has just one. If Kyle wins two more titles before he hangs it up in his 40s, he's still got seven years before he gets there. Do you think that would matter more to you? No, not to wow. me. I mean, it, I mean, it, Kyle. Now, I admit, Kyle's a good driver, but you know, I I don't like him because of the way he treats me. So, and and I'm nobody. So if he's going to treat nobodies, the uh, you know, with and like he stepped in it, uh, had to scrape it off his shoe. Forget him. <laughs> you know what's going to what's going to happen with him? It, it, it seems to happen often. I say often, like I've got a number to it, that there's just, you'll see the excitement of him winning a race like today and the whole red surrounding of the Skittles car and talking about his child and his wife and this the and candy that. man. And then three, four weeks from now, he goes bonkers and tries to punch Joey Logano in the face. So all this stock that he tries to earn, that he earns is just, again, put back in the back seat and Kyle Busch sits there and rides around with it. So I want, and I wanted to get to that. I don't know if we have time. What time? No, nah, we don't have time. Damn it! I think it's more of a of a network that's trying to blow this up. That's what it seems like. You know, I, I think without question that's the case. I thought the same thing, Kenny. When he blasts his crew for a bad pit stop, you know, he'll we'll get the real Kyle Busch. Yeah, it'll happen. Well, even Kyle is discounting this this whole numbers thing. He doesn't he doesn't even want to talk about it. So, yeah, it is the network just needing more fodder, needing more fodder to be interesting and to create debate like we're doing right now. Daniel Hemrick runs for Richard Childress Racing, a friend of the Freak Nation. Specifically, Daniel Hemrick running with Lucas Oil with Richard Childress Racing. He joins us next, and not much motorsports coming up. Speed Freak Spence, Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. 
Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg, plead for your sympathy, I don't mind. LucasOil.com is where you go to find the righteous information on synthetic oil, the best synthetic oil on the planet, Lucas Oil. Inside your engine to outside, Lucas Oil has the product. For you, Freak Nation. Bottom line, when we head to racetracks, as we did this weekend, Phoenix, NASCAR in town at ISM Raceway, it's good to catch up with family members. And what I mean by family members, well, Richard Childress Racing, that team is running on Lucas Oil. So it's good to get guys like, well, this guy, Daniel Hemrick in the Freak Nation. It's your first time in the Freak Nation, and Lucas Oil has been a partner of ours for from from the get-go. And the significance of sponsors with racing, it's not lost on on you guys. And I understand that. And that's that's where the toughest thing is for a lot of drivers now. Have you found yourself wanting to get into the scenario of helping bring in sponsors, or or, or realizing, man, it's important that I make this meeting with a certain sponsor. Yeah, I think you have to 100% apply yourself. I think that's more important now in our sport than than ever. Um, There for a while, it was, you know, you show up and drive, that's your part, and they figure it out, but it's a evolving sport and evolving money flow that it takes to Mm -hmm. keep keep all of us going, so yeah, I try to apply myself in, in all aspects of that, and Lucas Oil has been a, a big partner of ours for the last couple of years as well. So it's cool to that we share that relationship, and right. we're building a lot of new ones this year as well. Richard Childress, you run for Richard Childress Racing, and I would imagine that he would also be a be a guy that you've talked to about the importance of sponsorship because, again, this guy's been at – he's seen – you talk about evolution of seeing the importance of sponsorship in racing – there's not many dudes in this sport that has been as long as he has to see where that's come from. Yeah, very few. I mean, you know, I got a boss in Richard Childers that's been able to function and get through uh, this crazy life of NASCAR for 50 years. You know, we're celebrating our 50 years of RCR, and that's 
pretty wild to think about. You know, all the way back to 1969, you know, a guy by, by who I call RC with $20 and a dream and takes a race car and turns it into what it is. So it's pretty wild now to know the, the millions and millions of dollars it takes to run an organization successfully that we're still able to acquire that. But, yeah, you got to have those relationships. And when I talk to him about it, it's more or less just – you know, do, do your own thing. You know, don't try to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. And if you apply yourself, the people will come. You know, Daniel, we talk about, well, for instance, the NFL not being able to brand players because of helmets. You don't have the facial recognition like you do in basketball and baseball. Explain with motorsports, how different is it for you guys to market yourselves in racing? I mean, because let's face it, we see fire suits everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And the cool part about that in our sport is is how much we can use that facial recognition, right? It's okay. Yeah. It's cool to be branded and have all the stuff in, inside the race cars, decaled up all of our partners on the outside of the car, but also that's three days a week. It's the other four days that they can use the athletes and ourselves as drivers and our teams to go and do the business to business deals, you know, yeah. meet with, with retailers selling certain products. And that's, that's where our market has changed in my opinion, substantially over the last 10 to 15 years. And, um, anybody who's, who's not doing it is falling behind. And I feel like RCR done a great job. That's a steep learning curve, right? I mean, you need a good team around you, people to coach you with interviews, how to dress, how to talk. It doesn't always work, but it takes a village, right? Yeah, and that's where I talk about applying yourself. If you're not applying yourself to the to the craft of what it takes to learn those things, then you're not going to ever get better and better at it. And for me, I've been fortunate to kind of get where I'm at with a lot without financial backing. And now that I'm here, you got to have it to stay. And um, fortunately having those relationships and building them, right? That, that's everything, just the people. Uh, if you can get to know the people and get understand what makes their, their product tick and how you move the needle, that's how you keep them involved. You've worked your, your way up through all the series, and I, I understand that. That's important. But it, And I don't want to harp on this, but it, it's as important on how to market yourself. And there's there's not a bad word that's been uttered about you, which which is cool, but at the same time, it's like when you hear Kyle Busch, the it 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 goes it goes black or white. That's you're right. you're not you don't straddle with Kyle Busch. You didn't straddle with Tony Stewart back in the day. You loved him or you hate Jeff Gordon. You loved him. Dale Earnhardt Sr. You loved him or you hate hell. Everybody loved Dale Earnhardt Jr. But there you've got to find unique ways to market Daniel Hemrick. That is that's exactly right. And that's uh you know being now on this stage. I think it opens up the limelight for one. Right. Mm-hmm. There's more eyes on you. You can have a bigger impact. And getting to this point is it's all your social media presence. It's it's all those things you're doing on the racetrack. Obviously, in my opinion, in the, in the latter form of our sport, winning races, right? That's or and performing. That's what gives you the the most recognition immediately. But once you're here, yeah, you got to let your personality out. But it's also doing it in a form where you're not being somebody else. You're not trying to imitate a mm-hmm. Kyle Busch. You're not trying to be a Dale Jr. And for me, I, I think uh, what kind of displays my personality is more or less the, the story and how I got here not mm-hmm. I think that's what separates myself from from others and their personalities and um, it's just telling that story and telling it uh, the way I feel like it needs to be told and eventually the more people hear that I think they'll, they'll see who I am when they hear my name as the years to come as I've covered the series for you know, 20 plus years with speed freaks when you think of sponsors and you know this too the cat car that's Ward Burton and then all of a sudden Hold on a second. That's Ryan Newman. Hold on a second. Now it's Daniel Hemrick. It's it's something that fans have had to get used to that, you know, my driver might be with Cat for two or three years, but holy smokes, it might just be two or three years and i got to buy him new gear <laughs> of, of Daniel Hemrick because that's, that's of the right. way it changes. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, I was talking about Ward Burton. I remember my first Cat memory was, was Ward winning the 500. <laughs> um, and then obviously knowing a lot of those drivers that have, that have wore this Cat logo that I'm wearing right here as I sit with you guys and, that's a, that's a big deal to me. I mean, that's that's no small company, and, and their brand and their logo 
uh, and what they've done in their business, it, it kind of resembles everything we want to be at RCR. Yeah. And because of that, you know, I've I think we've been fortunate to sell a lot of new merch for a cat with Daniel Hemrick stuff, uh, which is always a good thing. And and I think you know just the mold, right? It's trying to target what's going to move the needle for them. And they feel like my upbringing with me not growing up around machinery or operating equipment. Um, how does that work? That don't make no sense, right? To put me in a cat car. <laughs> On the flip side of it, they're hardworking individuals that have a desire to be around good people and to make an incredible product that helps change the world. That's a great story, and that's something I can get behind, and that's, I'm lucky to have the brand. Let's get into this news from yesterday. Daniel Suarez, the mad Mexican, comes over and tries to beat the bejesus out of uh, Michael McDowell. First of all, I have no idea why, why, why Suarez started swinging at somebody with his helmet on, but he did the smart thing. He went for the soft tissue. He went for the stomach, and as our other co-host at the station said, a little jujitsu move. He so did that was, something. That was bad. Do you know what the hell happened with, yeah, with that? So we haven't really seen the footage of it, but I can promise you, in the middle of qualifying, you know, obviously they had their own little scuffle before they, before they actually started rolling around the ground, but... You know, on the racetrack, you're trying to qualify, and if a guy pulls up and messes your lap up, it's kind of like like code or driver etiquette to let that guy go because we're all fighting for the same real estate, and we all need a clean lap. So obviously something happened there in the middle of their laps, and, and they obviously hindered each other. But with that being said, I thought Suarez was going to walk up and talk, and then Michael kind of approached him more violently, I thought, with a helmet. And I'm sitting in the car, and they're trying to – my crew chief, Luke Lambert, is talking to me about, about what I need on my race car to go faster, and I'm like, Hell with that! Are you watching this? Like I'm watching <laughs> on my little my little tablet I had in the car, and um, it was a uh, it was classic, man. That was the first time I've seen that ever in the sport. So hopefully the fans enjoyed it. I uh, I tried to give Suarez a, a little gut punch on the way in today, but he's a I see him as a lover, not a fighter. But yeah. I think everybody's everybody's uh, impersonation of him changed a little Listen, bit. Listen, he must love Hulk Hogan. I mean, that was a wrestling move. That was classic. That was I mean, just McDowell's you're going no, down, bro. Yeah. McDowell's no small dude. No, and it, he made him look small. I loved it. I thought it was great. But that's so early on. I mean, that, the November race, I could see that happening. Bro, we're in the first sixth of the season. Yeah, I know, but you got to remember, we're only uh, it's still early. Everybody's on edge coming <laughs> off the offseason. So those guys uh, just got pushed over the edge. That's true. Daniel Suarez, up until the last minute, had no idea really where he was going to run. And all of a sudden lands with Stuart Haas Racing. So he's probably still got some anxieties built up. That's exactly right. So uh, I think that's great for the sport, man. That was that was classic to watch. As, I mean, me still being a fan of, like I grew up in NASCAR fan period of race, all forms of racing, seeing that mm. is exciting. Do you have – you grew up in Kannapolis, right? Yeah, Kannapolis. Let's go on. Do you have a – are you Panthers fan, Hornets fan? You know, I was always uh, more of a Carolina – Tar Heel basketball fan. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's we, we. My wife and I attend occasional Panthers game, but Carolina basketball. That's that's more my go-to. You mentioned your wife. Is she still racing? She's not. She's uh, still uh, keeping up with me in my racing. So. Ah, because uh, was she Canon East? Yeah, so she she did some time in Canon uh, East. Ran a couple ARCA races here and there. And hell, I'm probably biased, but I think she was as good if, as any female, let alone and a driver. She was awesome at it. Just timing didn't quite work out for her. But right. yeah, she she competed at a high level, and then she got in. Is there a shot that she might get back in a car? No, if, if you know, we've pretty much transitioned to what our roles are now. I mean, heck, I, when we, we first got together, she was way further ahead in her career, and obviously times changed and just, you know, didn't work out for whatever reason for her deal, but now she supports me, and, oh, I, I still got a late model or two, short track right. car that I may put her in for fun, but nothing, uh, nothing for a profession. I say that because I work with my wife. It's the Kenny Crash Show. Right. I work with her Monday through Friday, then, of course, Sunday nights with, with Speed Freaks, and it's a different animal, bro. It's a, I'm her damn boss. That's exactly right. That uh, and her? she talks back to her boss all the time. <laughs> I always tell everybody our pillow talks a little different after a race. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's just it's couch talk, and I'm down on the couch, and she's up in the bed. That's yeah. what the hell it is. They're yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they call that something else, but it's not appropriate for radio. <laughs> I don't know. We're called the freaks for a reason, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Hemrick, Cup Star. Don't you wish more? T- well, duh. This is this is rhetorical. With what ISM Raceway's done with this track is bonkers. It's unbelievable. From a fan standpoint, you realize that this is entertainment. The race is secondary. Frankly, it is. It may not be in your life, but it is. It's, you, you need to learn how to entertain this crowd around this race. That's exactly right. I think that's uh, when you see an investment like the sport has made in a place like ISM and numerous of others as years are going here, it is crazy. And that just uh, really just amplifies exactly what you just said. You know, we got to be able to entertain these folks. When we have a, a meet and greet, 15-minute deal out in the fan zone or whatever it is, it's not just go out there, hey, how are you, sign mm-hmm. some autographs. Like, we should be able to entertain these guys. And I think – um, as we go down this, this road, you're going to see guys separate themselves from others who can and who can't, and uh, I think the ones who can are going to excel. Do you get butterflies before every race? I do, still? man. I, I still do. I, I think uh, you do the national anthem, that's all fine and good, get in the car. But when I strap in, it's it's a certain feeling down in your gut that you can't explain. And then when you start rolling off the grid, it kind of goes away. Um, it's, it's business, but I think if you lose that, it's probably the time to get yeah, out. I mean, I think that we still – I don't speak for you. I mean, you've been – doing this for longer. I mean, I've been doing this only about 10 years. I still get butterflies 15 minutes before. I think it's a great thing, man. Uh, yeah. I love to hear it. You're passionate. It's excitement. Everybody is. <sighs> if you're prepared, then it doesn't matter. I mean, it's that's the fun part. It's like, oh, I'm prepared. But it I'm does, nervous, but, but that I'm doesn't good. matter to me if I'm prepared or not. And I, because <laughs> I'm, st- no, no, I, no, no, I still get butterflies. I still, it's 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 just like a, an athlete that where 30 minutes before the show, I don't need people coming to the damn studio and talking to me about yeah, extraneous right. stuff. Yeah, right. I feel like in everything, right? No matter what you're doing, there's variables. Like you can be as prepared as you want to be. Our race cars can be as prepared as we want to mm-hmm. be. I can be prepared. There's still other things. And in my case, 39 other people that I'm racing against, pit stops, all the things that I can't control. I think all that's probably where some of that anxiety comes from. But it also, like, when I leave pit road and it goes away, it's like, hell, I've done everything I can do. Go mm-hmm. do my job. Hopefully they do theirs and we can come out where we need to. And that's what's so interesting about racing. And NBA doesn't do it. And if, nobody does this. But 30 minutes before these guys get on the track and battle for three hours, they're talking to sponsors. They're that's talking right. to fans. They're talking to people. That was the biggest shock for me, seeing drivers just walk through the crowd that's yeah. right. on their way. I, that My first time here a couple years ago, it's like, what the hell are they doing here? Yeah, yeah. And Shouldn't you be in a green room somewhere? <laughs> I mean, some people are better at compartmentalizing that than others. But I think that's what you got to learn to transition because that is our sport, like yeah. we talked about, entertainment. We don't stop. We don't sign. We don't do all that stuff. Man, that that's... That doesn't look good, and personally, don't make you feel good either. You leave no. a kid hanging because he's holding a flag out. I mean, this may be the only race he ever gets to go to. Take the time, talk to the people, and then go on with your business. The way that manifests good and bad is so important because that, that six- or seven-year-old can take that and tell his six- and seven-year-old fans, and, and, and they become fans. But if you're an a-hole, it's like, damn, Hemrick, what an a-hole. Yeah, you th- know? then the name Cowbush comes up. Like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's Man, just... he's the Cowbush light. <laughs> Flying those Lucas Oil colors, and of course, Caterpillar, yep. which has been a part of uh, motorsports, frankly, for for decades. What's your favorite Caterpillar? Uh, what do you say, ride or Caterpillar uh, machine? Yeah, machinery. Uh, so I got to operate a seven seven nine. Um, it's a, a big dozer that out in a coal mine actually a couple months ago with Caterpillar. That was awesome something i never thought i'd do as a kid and you're talking about the colors i'm wearing we actually got yeah. a new partner okuma is on our camaro z01 ah. this week so blue and black little change of pace and we'll uh run it this week and transition back to think about that man you get to play with tonkas they're awesome i mean adult size tonka t- toys <laughs> it's crazy isn't it it's badass daniel thanks for doing this man absolutely man thank y'all for having me
Well, there you go, Daniel Hemrick, of course, with Lucas Oil. More importantly, Richard Childress Racing, flying those Lucas Oil colors. How about we get into a little bit of what we call here in the Freak Nation? What is it, Crash, that we call it here in the Freak Nation? What is it we call it? Not much motorsports. Not, not much, much motorsports. Motor not much motorsports. Helio oh. or Helio. Not, not, not. not well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. The douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. Yeah, there's some choice ones to choose from. Uh, let's do this one. Gloria Besley is suing the Aldi grocery brand after one of their private label turkey burgers exploded when she fired it up. She bought a package of Aldi frozen Kirkwood turkey burgers from one of their Pittsburgh area stores and proceeded to cook it a month later. However, when Besley put the frozen burger into the hot pan, it blew up with the spattering oil everywhere, causing her to suffer second-degree burns to both hands and forearms with associated permanent scarring. Uh, the message here, go with Bubba Burgers. Bubba <laughs> Burgers. Because Crasher, they don't put that pink globule gunk in their Bubba Burgers. No, there's no additives. There's no fake crap. Bubba Burger is 100% natural. Natural. Alabama. You might try not dropping a frozen <laughs> piece of ice into some hot grease. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, I think if you drop a frozen rat in there, it'd blow up. Yeah, right. All right, there you go. Take that with you tonight there, Freak Nation. Still, go with Bubba Burger, damn it. Jalapeno, onion. <laughs> <laughs> Love us some Bubba, man. You'll never bite a better burger and a bubba miss any of the show go to the website speedfreaks.tv crash gladys stat man kenny sergeant follow us on twitter at speedfreaks their instagram and facebook as well make it a great week man shoot the juice to the moose and stat man cut it loose Dip. Sports Radio, redefined.